Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today, our guest is a return guest, Layla Miller. And I'm going to talk about her most important roles, wife, mother, and grandmother. But she's also a Catholic writer and author whose passion is really church teaching on marriage, family, human sexuality, all the tough moral issues. And if you remember, we've had her twice on before, once uh, talking about primal loss, about adult children of divorce. I highly encourage people to get that book. And we'll be touching on the other book that I want to talk about today uh, as we get into this insanity that we call society is made this way. And we'll talk about that as we get into it. Layla, thanks for uh, coming on today. Thank you for having me back, Deacon. I always enjoy speaking with you. Well, since we last talked, it's probably been about a year. I can't remember the exact timing. Um, Things weren't great then, but it's hard to imagine they're way worse. They're not incrementally worse. They're just way worse, aren't they? Yeah, it's so... I don't even know what's happened this last year. I mean, we're all still kind of reeling. Um, and, you know, a part of that, I mean, obviously there's there's the, the crazy stuff with the pandemic and the, the uh, obviously the, um, uh, you know, the, the BLM stuff and, and riots and all the different things. But somewhere in there, there's just a boldness coming forth from the um, – I guess we could say, you know, the LGBTQA whatever community to really, really come out full force with no, really not holding back as far as their intentions for um, grooming our children really to accept all of the many uh, sexual perversions that are out there. And you just wrote an article this month. Uh, I know it's on your blog, and I think I think it was on uh, uh, the Catholic Register too. Um, I can't remember where, but it's called Grooming Preschoolers, Time to Pick a Side. And what was, you know, uh, I I think people need to go and get this article. Tell them how they can find it on your blog before I get into my monologue over here. Sure. So it's on LaylaMiller.net. That's L-E-I-L-A Miller.net and then slash blog. And then you'll see um, the the latest blog uh, is uh, on this grooming preschoolers, this this video that I watched (laughs) from Blue's Clues, the new Blue's Clues incarnation. And it is I've seen a lot, you know, when I've been teaching on these issues for, you know, decades. But this was this was just level up. Yeah, and I watched the video too, and and luckily uh, I had talked about it before in a previous interview. Somebody actually titled his uh, article "The Big Parade" to to kind of go uh, tongue in cheek with what what happened. They're talking about evil, but is this kind of this this video after all the things that have been going on? Is this kind of what pushed you? Hey, let's write this article, and and by golly, people need to do something about it because you really call people out in the article about how far are you willing to go? When are you going to finally step up? If this doesn't make parents step up, I honestly don't know if anything could. Um, with this video, I, I we know that there are lots of videos that kind of hint at things, and they have little preschool shows now that, um, you know, t- 10, 20 years ago they wouldn't do it, but now they have, they'll just slip in lesbian moms or uh, two dads or, or whatever they do. Um, but this 
and I, and I never really watch it. It's very hard for me. I, I understand how bad it is. I think, okay, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I know it's bad when a preschooler is getting groomed in this way to see, you know, two, two dads or two moms, and we're trying to normalize all that. But this one, for whatever reason, I thought, I, I need to watch this. And this was so over the top and so overt with every single type of deviancy, some that I hadn't even heard of. Um, there was one that starts with an A, Ave or Avo, or I don't even know what it was, but something else was even put in this parade other than the usual gay, lesbian, bisexual, queens, uh, transgenders, um, pansexuals. There's a BLM fist through the entire thing that keeps popping up again and again, but in different incarnations there. So there's the Marxism aspect. You've got all that, and it's all for preschoolers. By, you know, and, and, and sung by a drag queen in a gay pride parade. And the whole thing is so over the top that I, I, I don't even know how you can't at this point decide, okay, I'm either going to fight this openly. I'm going to, I'm going to be against this so openly because it's taking down our kids now. Um, and this is demonic. Okay. Can we just say it? This is demonic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 how, how can we just say nothing anymore? I just don't think that, I think that time has passed. This video for me, I, I'm still speechless. I watched it again today in preparation for this, this talk. And I'm, uh, I would just encourage people, if you don't think it's that bad, to go ahead and watch this video for preschoolers. Yeah, I'll put it this way. If you watch this video and don't think it's that bad, you need psychological help. And I would call a psychologist immediately. This yeah. is, this I mean, demonic is probably putting it about as, you know, it, it's realistic, but as, it, it almost seems mild. It, it seems worse than that. I mean, there's 10 parade flows. I was wondering how high, and I watched it again today, too. Uh, and I'm like, how many floats? Even the second time around, I'm like, can they please stop non-binary yeah. floats? I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And to think yeah. you know, it is targeting, you know, young children. I mean, we've uh, I know the Respect Life Office has gone to do prayer vigils at public libraries in Colorado where they're targeting three to six year olds where they have drag queen story times and a drag queen comes and reads multiple books and parents are bringing their kids and filling the rooms. I mean, it's yeah. the parents that that have lost their mind and it's the kids that are going to pay the price, isn't it? Absolutely. And I remember when that was really starting to be a fad, uh, you know, a year or two ago, and I would look at these pictures of the children and the parents in the room with the drag queen at the library, and the parents would have these, you know, big, goofy smiles on their faces as if they're doing something really enlightened, and they're they're so cutting edge and uh, really ahead of the game, you know, in, in society and in their own um, virtue signaling. And then you'd look at the kids. And the faces of the kids. And I kid you not, I, I went through several of those pictures. There was not one child smiling. They were wide-eyed and kind of wary. And they're in shock. It's very confusing. It's not normal. <laughs> and the kids are, you know, they're expected to think this is really attractive or they're to be attracted to this type of thing. But it's actually frightening. And um, so I don't know if the parents were getting a look at their children's faces, but they were not happy to be there. Well, and the indoctrination that's going on, and you know, you mentioned in the article, you're a mom, a grandmom. 
Uh, I'm a grandfather. You know, my kids are, are roughly the same age as yours, you know, from the early 90s up. And, yeah. you know, they're watching shows that, you know, were cute and the kids liked them. And, you know, there was nothing nefarious. Now you have to assume everything has something nefarious in it. And you almost have to watch it ahead of time. And you'd be hard pressed to find something coming on public TV or any of these where there isn't some promotion of a deviant lifestyle. Yes. And where it used to be kind of slipped in, because like you said, the early 90s, we didn't even think about, you know, these corporations slipping in uh, a lesbian or a gay or a transgender, you know, what was that, um, or any type of sexual deviancy into anything having to do with little kids, because parents and, and, and adults and corporations even then still had some semblance of we need to we need to keep kids out of this. Um, we need to keep their innocence. They don't need to deal with this right now. It, that's all blown to bits. I mean, I, it used to be that, okay, then after, you know, the 90s came in, the, you know, the 2000s, and then something would slip in. It was still so subtle. You're like, well, maybe maybe that one episode, and it's just kind of on the side. That is gone. It is completely gone. And we've obviously, you know, we talk about the boiled frog analogy, and we've all been boiled to death, and now we're – but if this doesn't – you know, if this doesn't wake us up, where literally these are these are crimes that the, 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 the uh, moral crimes that the the church you know would say uh, traditionally speaking, it's it's a, a a crime that you know calls out to heaven for vengeance, and so we have it now right in your face, and not even just um, kind of well, you know, we just want to show it as a, no, it's actually being celebrated. Meaning, this is what we want you to applaud. We want you to be fully on board in in a parade, you know, enjoying this sin that used to be, you know, the one that we would very openly say would, would call out to heaven for vengeance. So we're we're in a real weird place here. We have to make a decision. We're making Sodom and Gomorrah look like some conservative think tank. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we could, we, we, we're going, yeah, we're going way, we're blowing past Sodom and Gomorrah at this point. Yeah. We were talking before we got online, a friend of mine, Brian, sent me this this morning, actually, that they're doing a drag queen makeup tutorial with drag queen Kai Lee. Now this is in Boulder, so I guess, you know, probably shouldn't shock most people, but they're actually inviting 19 teenagers to come and do uh, makeup. Now they're, now, if you go, you get free rainbow eyelashes that Kylie will will let will help you apply. But you do have to bring your other makeup. And this is going to be going on at the library. So not only is it our young children, it's throughout their adolescence that they continue to to do these uh, ridiculous programs that are so divisive and so demonic, as you mentioned, that. Parents need to step up. I mean, if nobody went to these, they wouldn't do them. Right. And and it's about uh, propaganda now. That's all it is. It's just straight propaganda. It's trying to normalize all of this and bring in a, a completely different um, order. You know, we could say new world order. But the order of God, the order of creation is one way. And that was what God created in the garden. It was very, very clear. You know, it was uh, um, male and female. It was marriage, which was male and female. Um, That's the order of creation. When you upend it and you disorder everything, and then you say, this is the new order. This is what we're doing now. You've... How a person of 
faith, how a Catholic parent could go along with it is, um, you know, it's mind-blowing. And this attempt to get us to be comfortable with all of it, it actually is destroying our children. I, I, I gave a series of talks recently in California, and there are Catholic parents who are saying to me, um, well, my child is in public school, and, you know, so a lot of the kids are transitioning, and a lot of the kids are non-binary, and I'm thinking, a lot, a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> There are actually a lot. It's normal now to have teenagers. It's like a pet rock fad, you know. It's it's just that people are now transitioning. They're turning in, you know, taking hormones. They're they're gay. They're experimenting with this or that. That is the norm. That's very normal now. And we still maybe tend to think of it as, oh no, it's a few people here and there. No, no, this is affecting our Catholic children. And parents aren't quite there to wake up and realize that the next step is CPS is going to take your child away when you don't want to give them hormones and transition them and, and have them have a double mastectomy if they're a, a girl and, you know, or, or, or amputate their penis if it's a boy. You will not be allowed those decisions anymore. And, and, and this is already happening, and parents are still asleep at the switch. So I'm not sure what it would take to get Catholic parents to wake up and rise up and say, not on your life are you doing this to our children. Well, and this is like I supposed to be Pride Month, right? And you have mm-hmm. Notre Dame flying all kind of garbage at their university. Mm-hmm. You know, you got cereal Kellogg's coming out with stuff, Sesame Street. I mean, and I think, you know, the the ultimate was when I saw yes or a couple days ago, I forget when it came out, an uh, Oakland Raider football player came out and made this big announcement that he was gay. And how the N- the NFL tripped all over themselves congratulating him. Society has lost their moral compass. They are congratulating people who are living in intrinsically evil lives and making it normal. Right. And if we don't, as Catholics, wake up to this fact, if, if intrinsic evil ensnaring our kids and our culture isn't enough to wake us up and say, wait, wait, who do we serve? You know, do we serve Christ and the truth? Or do we serve this world, the spirit of this world, and and the prince of this world, who we know is the devil? If we're not on the right side of that, it's not just our kids who are going to be destroyed, and they will. If you don't stand up, your your child will be swept up into this. It's almost inevitable if you're a coward, you know, if you don't do anything. But we're going to lose our own soul. We're we're done. You know, we have one judgment (laughs) at the time of death. I don't know. Maybe we need to go back to that, you know, four last things and start really, uh, you know, learning and teaching and and, and meditating and praying on the four last things, you know, death, judgment, heaven, hell, because we are at a precipice and everybody is dancing around it going, well, you know, we don't want to be mean or we don't want to look foolish in, in the eyes of the world. It's like, what? <laughs> We're supposed to look foolish in the eyes of the world. That was what Christ promised. So this is really um, do or die at this point. This is the time to pick a side. Well, and, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, the book that you and Trent Horn wrote several years, a couple of years ago, I guess, uh, you know, we've bought many boxes of them, distributed many have done talks on this and we've we've actually had pastors who've said you know what we don't want this in our I don't want this in my parish because it'll be too divisive right I don't want to rock the boat in my parish so you're 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 right to say it isn't just you know the secular world out there there are people within the catholic church I had a monsignor report me to the archbishop 
because we did a prayer vigil at a library doing drag queen story time. And he wanted to know why I was rocking the boat. What, who do I think that I am? I mean, you know, we wow. had a little chat afterwards, but it, wow. it really is. The devil is within the church and people need to wake up and they need to defend their kids. And we are starting to see that though, right? We, there are videos of parents who are irate at school board meetings. Oh, this has been the most joyful thing. It's been very hopeful to see that if 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 a few people get some courage and they say enough is enough and they make a stand for the good like they are doing at these school board meetings, which school boards have been gone, you know, they've been totally corrupt forever and, and they've been allowed to continue because no one, you know, people like us, we're just kind of busy with our families. We don't have a whole lot of time to go do activism, right? But now we realize how far and how bad it's gotten. And so it is what we're seeing is that the parents are rising up finally. They are getting angry. They're lighting a fire, you know, in their bellies. They're getting up and they're saying, enough, you're not going to do any of this to my children. You're not going to harm our children anymore. And so then you see more and more people stepping up. So I say courage is contagious. So we just need some courageous parents to start stepping up and standing for Christ rather than the world. And, um, you know, once we see a few parents do that, we're going to see more people backing them up and getting their courage as well. Um, but it's, it, you know, talk about divisive. There's nothing more divisive than at the final judgment when Christ divides the sheep from the goats. Let's put it that way. There's going to be some division going on. So if we're worried about being, you know, divisive, well, let's do it in the right way. Good from evil. We need to divide good from evil, and we need to choose the good and teach our children that we are strong enough to do it, because if we aren't strong and courageous enough, our children, our teens, they're never going to be. Why would they be more courageous than their parents? They're, they're just going to do what we do. So yeah. And a judgment, yeah, and a judgment you can't claim a mulligan. And you want to do no. it over again. So this isn't, you know, playing 18 holes. This is this is eternity we're talking about here. Yes. And and the devil knows he's playing for keeps. We, we for some reason, don't seem to realize that or we don't seem to take it very seriously. Um, so it's it, the devil isn't playing around. And we have got to take our take up our our arms, which is the truth and the grace of Christ, and we need to stand for what is true. And we, we do win. We will win in the end. It's not, a, it's not a matter of that. But are we willing to do what all the saints and martyrs did before us? Are we, are we up to the task? And I certainly hope that, you know, your listeners are. I certainly hope that we are. Well, and look, if people don't feel up to the task, if they want a shot of courage besides two calcium tablets to help get a backbone, I would suggest go buy the, and I'm not getting any, you know, royalties on this. Go buy Made This Way. You guys wrote this book for the purpose of one, talking about what natural law is, what the teachings of the church are, how to talk to little kids and how to talk to big kids. I mean, you you have done everything for them. All people need to do, especially if you're listening, go to Catholic Answers, go buy the book, go buy a box of books and hand these out. This is the courage and the knowledge you need to go out into the world to defeat the evil one. Right. People, we've been so poorly catechized and we don't feel confident at all in what to say or how to do this. And so, yeah, we kind of did the legwork for folks and we did it as simply and easily as possible. And again, like you say, buy a case. We have people who buy a case. It's, it's, it, if you buy like 20, it's $5 each. It comes down to that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So it's not expensive. But, and again, you know, uh, it, it, 
the tools you need first to be catechized, because we do that for you on all these subjects. We just quickly tell you church teaching on all those subjects, and then how to talk to your kids about it, whether young or older kids. There are different ways of speaking to them. But um, we, we knew there was a need for it, because there is no confidence anymore. Parents don't have confidence. They're very afraid. They're afraid of the culture. They're afraid they don't have the right words. They're afraid of their own sinful past, and who are they to say? Uh, none of that matters. You can't be worried about that stuff anymore. You have to just go headlong into the truth, teach the truth, know the truth, and you need to, you know, stand with Christ. And he is your, he is our king. He is our king. He's our social king. He's, he's the king of, of the, the universe, of everything. So we are in a good position, but we have to step up as his, his subjects, you know, as his, uh, um, as his people and, and do the right thing, and he'll be there for us. Well, and it's not just sexual deviancy that's going on in the schools, right? We have critical race theory going on. You got, right. as you mentioned, Black Lives Matter, which is basically cultural Marxism. I mean, yep. how crazy is it that Governor DeSantis in Florida has to sign something that says Marxism is evil will be taught in schools? Right. Can you imagine? Like, we have to teach that communism is bad. <laughs> what? Well, because we've seen that these young, you know, millennials and under the Gen Z and all, they think a lot of them think communism is great. And I'm thinking, when did we, where did we drop the ball? I mean, obviously, education has dropped the ball and has not taught civics and, and, and patriotism, which is a virtue, by the way. Um, you know, we haven't taught that in decades. And so, you know, we reap what we sow, but this is a serious problem. And all that goes together. Again, why do we have this uh, drag queen uh, Nickelodeon um, like Blue's Clues thing for preschoolers about all these sexually deviant activities and, fa- and families that are not families. And then they also include throughout the entire video, they include the BLM, the Marxist fist. Obviously, it's all tied together in the same way that abortion and uh, LGBT stuff is tied together. All of this is tied together. It's all godless. So godless communism, uh, godless, you know, Marxism, godless, the LGBT stuff is completely godless. Um, and abortion, all of that is godless. So you really have to take that time and pick your side, make a commitment and say, I'm going to be all in for truth and goodness. I mean, they need to read people like Alexander Solzhenitsyn or somebody who's lived through this tyranny because they're trying to glorify murder and, you know, just plain old evil and make it sound normal. You know, it's funny. I was watching a video before we came on. I forget uh, where I saw it, Uh, but it was a teacher from Iowa complaining that saying, do you know the governor is making me fly an American flag and say the Pledge of Allegiance this year in every at every day? And you will be hearing a lot from me. And I'm like, this lady should be this lady should be out, you know, not even selling donuts. I wouldn't trust her touching anything. Right. Who, who is the enemy here? You know, the enemy of, of our, our way of life. Um, it's it's unbelievable that we've gotten to this point because. All of it is about um, rejecting God, rejecting the fatherhood of God. And I think it was JP2 who said that, that the original sin is all about 
killing the fatherhood of God. And if you look at any of this stuff that we're talking about, whether it's communism, which deliberately tried to destroy the, the nuclear family, um, that's about killing fatherhood. Uh, all the gay stuff, you know, everything, all of that, if you, if you are, you know, talking about, oh, it doesn't matter if you have a father or a mother, it doesn't matter. That's killing fatherhood. Same thing with abortions, killing fatherhood. Same thing with transgender. If you don't have male and female, you've killed fatherhood. JP2 said the original sin, the key to understanding reality is that original sin was about killing the fatherhood of God. And if we can kill the fatherhood of God, then the devil, that's what he wants to do, he has our souls because we don't have a relationship with God our Father. So anything that's killing the family, which is communism, which is, you know, LGBTQ stuff, which is abortion, any of that stuff is of Satan. It's not of God. So we have to get back to right order, understanding that anything that comes in between, you know, the family, um, the family unit uh, is of the devil. We got we have to be clear on it again. It's really the defeat of the patriarchy. And that's what's been going on since feminism. I mean, it's been going on for a long time. And they their credit. They've done a hell of a job because people are buying this hook, line and sinker. And here's what. If guys stood up and were actually guys, this would have never happened. That's right. I say that a lot. I say we need our men to step up. Somewhere they abdicated. They gave in to, you know, these women screaming about stuff. I don't know. I mean, feminism is also a product of, I think Father Ripperger has a whole bunch of, a series on uh, feminism and communism. I mean, it's basically came out of communism, divorce and, and women in the workforce and all that stuff was to destroy the family, the right order of God. And again, you know, if, if God made us complementary, we're different, male and female, you have to think about what does that mean? It's not just a, a word that we throw out. It actually means something. There are differences. You know, men protect and provide for their families. They protect and provide, and they lead. And women, we nurture, we're relational, we love in, 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 in many ways that, that are unique to us. And so it's all good. It, both masculinity and femininity are perfections. That means they're both very good. And so we can't, you know, try to blend them or destroy them or deny them, or we're going to be to a place where you have these types of videos and these types of perversions. And as I said, if anyone can tell me what would grooming of preschoolers be if it's not this, if this isn't yeah. grooming preschoolers, what would grooming preschoolers look like? I'd love to know. And now this is on a corporate level where it's millions of kids can see this and parents are allowing it. And this is the destruction of the next generation by design. Absolutely. I can't believe we're almost over. How can people follow what you're doing, Layla? So I, I'm, I'm blogging more and more these days, <laughs> uh, backed into blogging, and that's at LaylaMiller.net, again, L-E-I-L-A. I'm working on a book on uh, Catholic marriage and dating. Hopefully that'll pull together at some point. And I also, I do a lot on my, on my, my Facebook page too, my personal Facebook page. So I, I have a lot of debates there, and that's public. Respect Life Radio is produced by Catholic Charities in the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at RespectLifeRadio.com.